0: When you're the CEO, you're the only one. It's your job to, to choose. I mean, I could have said, screw this. iOS updates, I'm shutting my agency down. I don't wanna deal with this. I don't wanna go through this. I don't want, I don't have the energy for it. I could have done that. And I think this will not be the last time I am faced with that. And I'm faced with, with a problem that feels bigger than me, scarier than me, more than I can handle, but I can still handle it and and you're faced with that choice of are you going to freeze up? Are you going to quit? Or are you going to keep going? You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 353. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a fabulous week. This is our first bonus episode of our Great Reset series. So what I'm doing is over the course of six episodes, we're going to do some bonus episodes outside of our regular scheduled podcasts. And I'm sharing with you guys the story of last year, how it was the hardest year in business, really for my business, but also me personally as a CEO, the hardest year, and the the backstory the transparent details of that and then the actions we took and the lessons i learned to actually turn it around in the final quarter of last year in december have the best month in business to date we did seventy five thousand dollars more than the month before and i could so easily just tell you just about that just about december just about what went really well but i think it's leaving out all of the details that number one are important for you to get that whole story but number two one of my bigger goals with this episode and with this series is to make it so if you are an entrepreneur and you've ever struggled, which is everybody, you don't feel as alone because as i went through last year and i'll give you guys the details in a second as i went through last year there was many times that i felt extremely alone or like it was just me who was failing and that's rough and the reason is that most people out there they just share the good They share the best months, they share, we we doubled in size, we did X, Y, Z, but they don't share all of the in-betweens or the befores and that makes you feel like if you're going through a hard time, that it's just you. And so that's one of my biggest motivations behind doing this podcast and I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous because I am sharing really vulnerable things in this podcast. I even have a message that I'm going to be sharing with you guys that it was like a private Voxer message to a team member and friend of mine when I was struggling the most. And I'm sharing it with you because I want you to feel what I went through and and feel that it's normal if you've gone through this as well in your business. If you're brand new here, if this is the very first podcast episode you've ever listened to of mine, I do think it's important that you know who I am because this episode does – go all the way a little bit in terms of transparency and just vulnerability, but I have had my company for seven years, and I have been in marketing, digital marketing, helping digital brands, specializing when I started in Facebook and Instagram ads, but especially in the last year, that's expanded from just the paid ads portion to organic, to your sales funnel, to your messaging on the back end, to your content, and I'm going to talk about that, but now we become that full marketing team, that full marketing partner, no matter how you work Work with us because that is how you have to be successful as a business doing digital marketing. And so I've been doing it for seven years. And this last year, 2021, was the hardest year in business. And not because it was the worst revenue year for me at all, it was because it was. A year where expense wise and responsibility wise and the burden I felt and the burden I carried and how alone I felt going through some of these struggles that were really scary and new for me were the worst and I have a multi seven-figure company and what I don't want is you to listen to this if you are maybe making five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month. And at the more beginning stages of your business, I don't want you to think, well, this is irrelevant to me. I don't have that level of expenses. It doesn't matter if you have a brand new company, if you have a company making $10,000 a year, if you have a company making $100,000 a year, multi-million, or even in the eight figures. It doesn't matter. When you have a business Where Whatever level you're at, you have risk and you have burden and you have responsibility. And the feeling of not being able to make it and the feeling of you might completely fail and lose everything is always there. That's kind of the double-edged sword of entrepreneurship. And I have friends who have $30 million companies who have been through something like this and What I'm about to talk about. And so even if you're not at the level when I talk about a few numbers that I'm going to bring in here, because I think the numbers are important for transparency. So when I bring the numbers in here, they are bigger numbers. And I recognize that not everybody can really relate directly to me saying, oh, my payroll is $60,000. But it doesn't matter if, if what you have to pay next month is $4,000 and you're making $6,000, that's tough. That's not a lot of extra money and you still feel the stress of having to pay your bills, of having to keep a business running, of making decisions around money that you don't know if they're the right decisions, but you are the only one who could make them. That is true no matter what level you're at. So keep that in mind as I talk because I'm going to be sharing my numbers and my story but this is relevant for anybody because this is entrepreneurship okay so last year we if you just look at the at the numbers it would look like we did well right we did 2.5 million dollars and that's great that's a multi-seven figure company but at the end of the previous year, at the end of 2020, I was already at a $3 million run rate. Meaning if I made the same amount every month where I was at there, I would make $3 million. So hypothetically, that's what I should have done going into 2021. But we did $2.5 million, which was about the same as the previous year. So we didn't grow. We stayed the same. That was not intentional. Um, and a lot of it had to do with the second half of the year. And so we continued on track with being at a $3 million company going into 2021 and January and February and March were good. We were on track. We were hitting numbers and it seemed good, right? And the thing to remember too is as you build a business and as you hit certain revenue goals, you build number one, a lifestyle around that revenue goal. And then number two, team expenses, right? Or business expenses, whether that's softwares or VAs or an actual employee or a salesperson it doesn't matter you build expenses around that and so when you are at a certain number and then you go backwards from that number your team and your business expenses and for me personally my lifestyle expenses are not going to match where where I am now because I've already built up to a certain level and I've learned the hard way before in business that just because you make it to a certain level doesn't mean you'll never go backwards. I remember the first time like I made, you know, I was at a seven figure company. I was like, I made it like a million dollars. It's like that's not actually a lot in the big scheme of things as you grow because of expenses. So keeping that in mind, I had the team and the expenses and all of the burden of a $3 million company, but had gone, I was going backwards. I wasn't at that level anymore, right? And so that puts a lot of stress. And so the reason that this year was so hard, which I'm going to get into the details, was not because, oh, we had a terrible revenue year. We didn't make any money. It was because, one, it was very frustrating to spend the second half of the year feeling like I was on a hamster wheel where it's like, sign four clients, lose four clients, sign five clients, lose five clients, and and not growing every month. That was one big problem. And two, I had the burden of expenses. And I was planning, and this is probably something I could learn better is to be more realistic, because I continued for several months to be like, it's going to get better. It's going to turn around. It's going to get better. And as you'll learn as I go through this series is I realized I had to make a bigger change than just like hope that it was like, oh, it's the summer. It's not a good time of year for sales. We had to make a big business pivot and shift in order to earn back our sales and get to where we needed to be. So January, February, March of last year, were good. Then April and May slightly started to declining. It was still okay. And this is where looking back, I wish I was like, hmm this isn't good ios updates hit in march and that impacted us but i think one thing i've learned through a lot of hard times is you don't always know the cause of what is causing something to be difficult or put you through a difficult time until after until you look back with perspective and you're like oh like that's when it started to change and oh that's what we should have done differently I want to get better at projecting that and being more realistic, but April and May, I really was like, let's keep doing what we're doing and we'll just, we'll improve it. We obviously had language around iOS updates and them, you know, not completely ruining a business and that's true, but the reality was ad costs were going up and even worse than that, people were starting to feel discomfort around Facebook, to feel upset that their data was gonna be off, to feel scared to market with Facebook, which obviously was gonna impact me, you know, as that being the service that we provided or what we taught for our audience. And so April and May, it started declining uh, our revenue. We started going down in that monthly gross revenue. And I wish, looking back, that I would have taken action faster seeing that decline and known, okay, we need to make a bigger change here than just a new webinar or a new promotion or a new messaging angle. So then going into June, July, and August is where it got really really difficult and this is where our numbers were terrible and the summer historically is lower for me in my business for a lot of businesses just because people are traveling people are busy I think especially last summer like because of COVID and then last summer people were traveling way more I don't know I always think those things are just an excuse you can still grow but it is true that historically when I look back those are our lower months but June July and August were really bad months for us and if you have a team, there is two months out of the year where there's three payrolls. So we run payroll every two weeks. There is three payrolls two months out of the year, which for me at the time, my payroll is about 65 dollars $70,000 each payroll. So that means that month I had to have an extra 65 dollars $70,000 to pay that additional payroll and the company big numbers were going backwards. And another thing that... You learn when you have a team is if you if you are in a place where expenses already are like you're going to lose money or barely break even, it's not fast to to fix it because I was in a situation where one, I didn't want to let go of any really great team members because I did know throughout all of this that we were going to turn it around. So it takes us a long time to recruit and hire and train a really solid team member. And I knew I didn't want to let go anybody that I knew we needed. And so I was not willing to do that throughout this. We didn't lay a single person off. So I wasn't willing to do that. Even if you want to cut back expenses though as you're going through something in a company, everything's delayed. Like payroll is paid out delayed. And so if you're like, oh shoot, I don't have enough money to cover payroll, which didn't ever happen to me that almost did, but didn't happen to me, but it's too late. Like once you realize that, because it's two weeks like behind and then usually like a week before you process it and then you have this decision and it's like, it's too late. You can't cut the expenses right away. So, and again, if you don't have a team, if you don't experience that, then you probably have this happening in other ways. You've hired a VA to do work that now you owe for. You owe for softwares that you're like, I used this month but my revenue didn't come in how I expected it to it but I owe this money and I have to pay it or ad spend you're like I spent this ad spend and I thought for sure I was going to make it back and I was banking on making it back and then I didn't make it back but now you owe this money and now you're in this tough spot so it comes up in many ways But I've really felt the burden with it sometimes with payroll when it's a tougher month. So July was one of those three payroll months. And this is where I feel like I hit rock bottom. Not really rock bottom, but this is where it got really difficult for me because we lost $60,000. We were in the negative, $60,000. And that is really hard to come back from. And that was because of that three payroll, but also combined with not a great month in gross revenue. And at that point, is, you know, thankfully throughout this I had a savings. I had a really good savings actually. Um thankfully that I've had to, you know, tap into this year and I went through a rough time a couple of years ago when I was buying my house and I promised myself like never again would I not have a savings to be able to to back back me up. But the thing that's so interesting about this and at the time so in July I was staying at my dad's house and my dad's an entrepreneur and I totally could have told him what was happening. I could have been like, dad, like, we're going to lose all this money this month. I don't know what to do. Can you help me? I don't know why I didn't. But I, I very much have the mentality, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate, that I have to just figure these things out myself. And even further than that, I personally have the mentality that I have to prove that I'm succeeding. Because I dropped out of college and started my business when I was 20 and then had a baby when I was 20. I was fed a lot of messages from family, from friends, from pretty much everybody around me of like, this is a terrible idea and you're not going to make it. And pretty quickly when I was 20, I started to get successful. I started to bring in success. And so instantly I I already had, you know, more money than I even knew about because it was way more than I was making before with my business but anytime something really really challenging comes up like this where I I do start to have thoughts of like what if I don't make it like what if I actually fail what if I do lose it all of course those thoughts start coming up and I feel like I take that burden and I carry it silently because I feel like I have to prove that I'm successful and that um, things are going well and that I can figure it out. And so I was staying at my dad's house. I totally could have told him about this. I was spending every day, every night, like so stressed. I was like looking at bank account numbers. I was just really stressed thinking like, what can I do differently? How, what am I doing wrong? And feeling like, Feeling like total failure. But also, I would say more than feeling like a failure, I was scared and I was feeling so alone because there was nobody that I could talk to and be like, here's what's going on. Now, there probably was people that I could talk to, and I'm sure friends and people will listen to this podcast and go, you could have reached out. I didn't even know that was going on. I didn't want to talk to anybody about it. I just wanted to solve it. I didn't even want to give it enough energy to actually explain what's happening to someone because that made it more real rather than just continue to live in my head and and tell myself, I know I'm going to figure it out. And I did know I was going to figure it out, but that doesn't take away from how scary and alone it felt to, to have the burden of making payroll, of keeping a company running. You know, I have 20 At the time, four people that were counting on me for their income to feed their families to sustain it. Then I have clients that we have to continue to serve and I don't want to lose a good person because I can't afford to pay them to serve those clients. And I have my family that I have to, I'm the breadwinner. I have to to have a certain amount of money every month that I bring home to pay our bills. Okay, so all of those things by myself is a lot. And I know a lot of you are in the same boat and it doesn't matter what you're spending money on when your business isn't hitting its goals, when your business isn't growing, when your business is barely making profit. And even if it's just one month and even if you have savings, it feels terrible. And all of those things come up where you are questioning, can I do this? What if I lose it all? What if I actually lose it all? And I start, you know, really like, I was super stressed about that. And so I was staying at my dad's. I chose to not tell him anything. I chose to just continue to work and pretend like things are good. And I would see family and they'd be like, how's your business? And I'm like, it's good, you know? And I think that a lot of times we do this because it really, at least to me, feels like other people just wouldn't understand. And the level of energy and effort to have to try to explain it to somebody is more than I even have because I'm so drained at that point. And I'm so stressed that to explain it to somebody and try to get support is more energy than I have to do. So I, I kept up with this all alone. And that was probably one of the worst things about this is to have the fear of what if, you know, after that month that I, I lost that much money, I never lost that much money in a month. And you know this is where in business like those three payroll months it's like this is i actually think i did mention my dad like what what do you do on the three payroll months cuz he is a business owner too and he's like cash flow like cash flow is so important you got to have the cash flow for those months and i'm like yeah i know but that was my savings so when when that happens when you when you lose that amount of money when you lose any money at least this was my experience is you realize how fast you could lose it all and no matter what level of business that you're at right now, you can see clearly, like let's say your expenses are $3,000 a month. You could see so clearly how if you didn't bring in revenue and then you still had your expenses, how quickly things could go backwards and how quickly you can lose it all. And and even if you have a savings, how quickly it can be gone. And I think that's one thing that I – really was like slapped in the face with after july was wow even though i had a hundred thousand dollar savings i had over that saved in my bank my business bank account separate from personal savings even though i had that much saved because of how much i built my business up and my expenses up i could lose it all in a week i could lose it all in two weeks in a month like and that was scary to to handle on my own, and that made me have moments where I was like, "Man, I wish I had a job." <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't really, but sometimes I did feel like, "Wow, I, I just wish I didn't have to carry this burden." And as as you know, the breadwinner of my family that adds to it as well because it's not optional. It's not like I'm doing my business just for fun. Where it's like, "Well, if it gets too hard, I'm gonna walk away." I have to bring home revenue for myself to feed my family and that was also difficult and love my husband but he doesn't understand you know he's not in it he doesn't understand the the level of burden he just wants to make sure we're going to be okay and he wants to support the way he can with that but I still didn't feel like I could go explain to him the reality and And feel like he would have any solutions. So I chose the same thing of like, it's more energy to just, he obviously knew I wasn't, I wasn't dishonest with where we were at, but I didn't give him the details of how much I was struggling because to explain that and to be vulnerable around that for myself was more energy than I had. I needed to put every piece of energy into trying to fix it, trying to solve the problems. So I think that a lot of people out there can relate to the fear of what if I lose it all? What if I can't pay my bills? What if I completely fail? What if I can't? What if I fail my family? What if I fail my team? What if I fail myself? And then having that all be on your own, right? In your own head. And maybe you guys are better at telling people what's going on in your life than I am, but I'm sure not good at it. Um, I, I definitely grew up and we were always, everything's good, right? We had a good image. And so I carry that into my life now, I think, um, which is why I'm partly doing this podcast to show you guys the reality. Cause I think it makes you feel less alone. I want to share this boxer message with you guys. And this was in the thick of it. This was probably in August, after that month of july and then august things really didn't start to turn around so i had that terrible month and then it was still looking like that and obviously my expenses were better in august now that we didn't have a three payroll month but it still was frustrating and it's when i started to realize we have to change something bigger this is not a matter of doing a new webinar of waiting for a season to be over it doesn't, you know, those things aren't working. We have to change something bigger. And that's what I'm going to talk about in this next episode in this series. But I want to share this Voxer message with you guys because this is the part that I I I listened to it back and I was like, I don't know if I want to share this, but I do because this is raw. This was obviously not planned to be shared. This was a Voxer message I sent when I went out for a walk. I remember sending it and it was after having a conversation with a team member who was um, a long time team she is a longtime team member and I consider one of my really good friends as well and I I was sharing with her the reality um, and it was one of the first times that I actually did share the reality of where the business was was at um, and I will say having my team members through this they they especially the ones you know directly working with me I wouldn't have been able to get through this without them because they did understand what was going on in the day-to-day and they could help me come up with solutions. So I did lean on some of my um, leadership direct reports throughout this and could not have gotten through it without them for sure. And my team as a whole. I would get on the huddle and see incredible client wins and things our company was doing and the impact we're making and that's what kept me going. That's what made me realize: like you're not crazy. You do have something good here. You have worked five, six years to build something good, and you're gonna get through this. But let me share this Foxer message with you guys, so you can grasp how I was feeling. So I'm gonna share that right now. I, I'm gonna literally cry. Um, I'm so sorry. Like I, I don't know what to do. I really don't. I don't. I know how much payroll is, and. I don't have any more savings. I can't pull from my family's personal savings. So I don't know what to do because I don't even know who we would consider. So yeah, that message going back, I remember sending it. I remember um, the way I felt during that. And I had to, you know, also be with my kids and, and be present with them while I had this just burden and constant stress. I would think about it falling asleep. I would think about it waking up. I think about it all day. Sometimes I didn't want to work because I was like, what is the point? Like I'm working so hard and I can barely pay myself anything at the end of it. How long can I keep on doing this? Like that's how I felt many days. And and I will say, like I mentioned before, getting on my team huddle, seeing the results that we were able to continue to get for clients throughout this tough time, seeing the, the process and our framework play out. And seeing the the smart, incredible people on my team. I'm, I'm not just saying this. I am 100% serious. That is what kept me going. Because I would have days where I sat down to start work and I was like, I don't want to freaking do this. Like, I don't want to do it. I'm not even inspired to show up today because I just don't, I just want out of this situation. And I would get on my team huddle and that would all change. And it would, and I would show me, we're going to be okay. We have something good here. We're going through a hard time. And we can get through it. But when you're the CEO, you're the only one who can choose that. It's your job to to choose. I mean, I could have said, screw this. iOS updates. I'm shutting my agency down. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to go through this. I I don't have the energy for it. I could have done that. And I think this will not be the last time I am faced with that. And I'm faced with with a problem that feels bigger than me, scarier than me, more than I can handle, but I can still handle it. And and you're faced with that choice of are you gonna freeze up? Are you gonna quit? Or are you gonna keep going? And that's that alone. Let's let's set aside the financial side and the fear of failing. But choosing to keep going when you just don't want to, that's a job of of a leader. And that is going to happen many times. And your ability to do that is going to dictate your success. And so I, you know, looking back at this last year, I I think the one thing, the only reason that I'm here able to share this and share that we turned it around and share the incredible month we had in December and how Q4 things picked back up. And I'm going to share the details of that throughout this series. But when I really look, it's not... The strategies that we did. It's not the new offers that we put out. It's not the interviews we did with our audience. It's not all of those steps, those tactical steps that we took. It was my grit and my choice to say this is not going to be the end because it could have been. And I think that many people have months like that and have quarters, six, 12 months like that, seasons like that, And you have the power to say, this won't be the end. I am going to fight. I'm going to have the grit. I'm going to get up when I don't want to get up. I'm going to show up when I don't want to show up. I'm going to come up with solutions when I don't want to come up with solutions because I know that we can get through this. And that was the most powerful thing I could have done. And believe me, there were days I didn't want to do it. And I forced myself to do it. And part of the reason I forced myself to do it is I didn't have a choice. This was my business that feeds my family. And I don't wanna go start a new business because that's back at square one. And so I'm gonna make this work. And throughout it, one cool thing is I was able to go from really not feeling very inspired around my business anymore, going, why am I even doing this? Like, seriously, I'm working all day, I'm working all week, working these months, and I am not getting any money from it. I'm giving all my money, you know, paying expenses. But what kept me going was knowing that I I could do it. And then also uh, something that came out of it was I'm re-inspired. I'm re-inspired around my business. I, I had a new fire lit under me when I realized the things I'll share, but when I realized that what needed to change and what was happening in the industry and that so many other businesses were going through this and that we could come up with a solution. And when I realized that the fact that so many other businesses were struggling in this year, in 2021, and I will tell you that, like very few people that I know, friends who have really successful businesses had a really good year. Most of them didn't. I know nine, 10-figure businesses, they did not have a good year. And so when I knew that, when I started connecting that, I started realizing, well, we are a marketing company. We can solve that. And so my job, my mission is to figure out what needs to change in your marketing strategy, in the way you're looking at your marketing, the way you're looking at your business in order to still be successful. And that's what we did. And that's what we incorporated into our offers. And that is what changed things around. The other piece I'll just add and share on this, because this might relate to some of you that I think is also important, is when things get hard, there's a lot of people who will walk away because they don't want to deal with the hard and especially as you're growing a team you're going to learn that you will always be the person who cares about your business the most and you will always be the only person who has to still show up no matter what your team members your contractors people you surround yourself with they don't have to they can walk away tomorrow and throughout this time period of really like june, july, august and even september i lost a few good team members and the reason is because i think they got burnt out of the industry of facebook ads and of the challenge we were faced with every day with all the changes that were happening and i remember one of them who i love is such a smart such a smart person um i was talking to her after she put in her resignation and and You know, she was asking me like, well, how do you feel? And I was like, honestly, I'm kind of jealous. Like, I wish I could put in my resignation tomorrow and move on to the next business and not have a shift and change in the revenue I'm bringing in to feed my family. I'm jealous of you. And I meant that. And, you know, it's not a bad thing. I think it's great that people are strong enough to choose the best thing for themselves. But there's oftentimes when you're growing a company that – the best thing for them is not the best thing for you and it's easy to get really angry about that and there were moments I learned through it and I grew through this but there were moments when I had team members who I loved so much and I considered a friend who decided to leave after a, you know several months of difficult months and in, in the company and then witnessing that um, they decided to leave and go to a new, you know, a different job. And there's lots of opportunity out there. And I did feel angry. I did feel like, are you kidding me? Like, you're going to leave me right now when you know what I'm going through, when you know how hard this is. But when I step back and reflect on it, to be honest, they have every right. And I might do the same thing if I was in their shoes. We've got to do what's best for us, right? But It can feel so lonely and it can feel like everybody's against you and it can feel like nobody cares. But the thing is, nobody does care like you do about your business. And again, as a leader, as a CEO, you have to choose to not be angry, to not blame them, to not be mad. You know, I could have, and there were days I did want to be like, well, if they're leaving, like, I can't do this. But again, you can make the choice to say I will keep going. I will have the grit. I will turn this around. I will show up when I don't want to show up and I will own what I can do better. And that's something I'm constantly working on, but constantly do is reflect on situations and say, what could I have done better? So throughout all of this, number 1, I was I spent especially like the middle of 2021 Terrified, feeling so alone, feeling like I had to solve all the problems on my own. And if I didn't, it was going to be all on me that I wasn't able to. The burden of keeping up with expenses, you know, for me specifically, team members, making sure I could make all of the payrolls. I'm proud to say we didn't lay off a single team member throughout this and that we were able to figure it out every month because there is always a solution that also combined with the realization that, wow, I could lose it all so quickly. And that is just trippy to really like grasp because you realize how much you just cling to your business and hold on so tightly to what you've achieved and your achievements and you feel like, well, I have to be safe now because I've achieved this much revenue or I've, I've accomplished this goal, but the reality is you're not. And so it also made me think about things I'm not willing to sacrifice for my business, which is time with my family and my health, which is easy to do when you go through a hard time. You can easily justify, well, I'm not going to spend that time with my kids today because I have to do this work in my business or I'm going to skip my my workout. And that was something I had to constantly remind myself too is, you know, with how fast you can lose something, nothing's guaranteed your revenue coming in isn't ever guaranteed your success isn't ever guaranteed you could lose it all tomorrow but you can't ever go back and get time back or your health back those things have to take priority as hard as it is throughout this so that fear that burden that realization especially this last year that i was kind of faced with that wow like i can lose it all so quickly and then the fear of what if i what if i can't pay bills what if I can't pay my team then what and having those thoughts is I think good to actually play out the scenarios and then you have to not stay in that place and turn it around and say I will be okay I will succeed and here are the actual actions I'm going to take and so I'm going to carry this on in this series and show you guys kind of like When I came to that reality, that's the next episode that I need to change. And then what we did specifically to change. And I think if there's one big lesson I learned through this, I wish I did these things faster. I wish I saw that revenue number going down and I took action faster. But to be honest, I spent a couple of months more so hoping and going, well, it worked before. It's got to work. Like it's going to turn around. It's seasonality. It's iOS. It's going to turn around. And I wish I didn't do that. I wish going back April we started making the changes that we made in August because I think it would have been way different for us and it's hard to do that in the moment because it's hard to see how big something is, how big of a problem something is until it's already impacting your revenue. So, thank you guys for listening to this and again, I'm going to go into the details of how we turned it around in the rest of the series, but the most important thing to me that I want you guys to get out of this is to know that, number one, a lot of people see me and go, wow, she's 27, she has three kids, she built this multi-million dollar company, I can never be like that. Or how did she do it? She's got some magic formula. I don't. My grit and my, my unwillingness to give up and my commitment to success and pushing through when I don't feel like it is my secret weapon. And I also will tell you I know for a fact this will not be the last hard time I go through in my company. And it's not fully in my control. I can try to be more more proactive next time. I can try to make decisions faster. I can try to pivot faster. But the fact is the economy changes, industries change, businesses change, and there are factors outside of our control. And how we respond to them will determine how quickly we can get back on track. But I know that I'm only given what I can handle at this level so that I can get to the next level. Because I have friends, when I hear them talk about the level of burden they have, I'm like, I can never do that. But I can do that. And so when you hear me, if you're not at the level I'm at yet, and you're like, that is crazy. I can never never handle that burden. You can. You have to get through what you're being tossed right now and the challenges that you have right now, big or small, because that is building you up for the bigger challenges that are going to be there no matter what. And so that willingness to never give up is the key. And that's the only thing that got me through last year. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. If you love this, please share it on social media and tag me on Instagram. You can tag at Emily Hirsch so I can thank you. Doing this series and opening up in this way, I think is going to help a lot of people. So the more people who can learn from me, who can hear this, who can not feel alone, if I just help one person who's struggling not feel alone and not feel like they're failing and have the strength to get back up and keep going, then I did my job with this episode. So please share it if you loved it, if you got anything out of it. Tag me so I can personally thank you. And I'll be back tomorrow with the second episode in the series. Thanks for listening to the Not for Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.